guys. Welcome back to Pure Skin Talk. My name is Devin MacArthur. Oh, we made it. We made it to 2023. And December was a really rough month. So I'm happy to be in a new one. We got through Christmas. We got through New Year's. I got through my move and I'm exhausted. I forget. I just moved 14 months ago. So you would think the memory would be fresher. But I think that we block it out. My mom used to say, because my mom had five kids and people used to ask her like, how did you just keep going? And she said, I don't know. I think I forgot how hard it is. And so I think that's how I feel about moving. I forget every time how excruciating it is. And you know, I packed up everything all by myself. I will say I had people who offered to help. But listen... Nobody really wants to help people move because it's a big bummer. So, you know, I put my big girl pants on and did it all by myself. And I regret it a little bit. (laughs) I should have just taken them up on, especially one of my best friends. She said it so many times, let me help you, let me help you. And I should have let her. And the reason why she kept offering is because I do have RA. And now I have fibromyalgia. So I just, I've, I deal with a lot of health stuff. So I should, whatever, I just feel bad. So I said no and did it myself. And somehow I got through it and everything was moved yesterday. And what was really crazy. So Southern California, we just don't get a lot of rain. And, you know, we've had a drought. California's had a drought forever. And I, I just feel like it, it just hasn't rained much But of course, on the day that I was moving, it literally rained all day, all day. And not like a pouring down rain, so I guess I should be grateful for that, but just a constant rain. And I kept checking the weather report in the morning because it said like it was supposed to stop. And then maybe there was like a 30% chance and 30% chance in Orange County means probably not going to rain. Or if it does, maybe just for a few minutes. It just never stopped until the movers were gone. And then it stopped for a little bit. <laughs> like, of course. So it was it was a challenging day. The movers were so good and so fantastic. Honestly, if you're in the Orange County area, I don't know how far they go out, but the company is called Right Movers. Listen, I'm not getting a discount or deal, whatever, for mentioning them. I just think they're really a good company. So... If you need movers, I would go with them. But anyway, it was a day and I'm glad it's over with. But now, of course, I look around and all I see are boxes and boxes and boxes and more boxes. So that's where we are. So that's my new year. And I guess, you know, you start fresh. So I guess this is my way of starting fresh in a new place and whatever. So, but I liked that apartment complex. I was there for three years and... I liked it and it was nice and but time to move on. So anyway, here we are. We're in a new year and I'm kind of excited. I mean, I'm I'm pretty tired right now, but I have things I want to get going for this year and uh I am I'm excited and just I don't want to say like, oh, 2023 is going to be my year cuz let's be honest, it hasn't really been anybody's year for a while. So I don't want to make any big declarations and I don't really do New Year's resolutions because most of those get, you know, pushed aside anyway. I think every year 
you know, I just try to be a better person, try to grow and try to just be a good person and try to push my business and all that. So not necessarily a resolution, but just really a life goal. So I think that's it. I mean, I, I so much has happened and I'm sure I'm missing out on stuff. I hope all of you had a wonderful Christmas and a wonderful New Year's and everybody was safe and happy and healthy and all the good things. You know, I want to do an episode on new trends for 2023. I was hoping that would be my first episode of the year, but time got away from me and I just couldn't pull it together to do that much research. So hopefully next week we'll we'll get that out because, you know, things change and skincare industry is always changing. So I thought that would be a fun episode to kind of look forward to. So that's what we're going to do. All right. So let's just get started on this episode. And, you know, I haven't put one out in a couple of weeks. So here we go. Let's talk about the body. Let's talk about some travel hacks. And here we go. Okay, so let's talk about the skin on the body. We know that it's different than the skin on the face. It's generally stronger, so it can tolerate more, but it still needs to be taken care of properly and consistently. And what you want to know, what you should know about the body is it's harder to reverse damage. Anything from the neck below is just harder to treat. So obviously you want to you know, be proactive and not have to be reactive. But it is usually harder to reverse that sun damage on you know, the hands, the chest, and all that. But it's wintertime and people are complaining about you know, dry skin. I think every single client I saw in December was like, dry, 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 dry. That's what I, they all... Because I always ask like, what's your concern? What do I need to know about your skin? And they're always like, it's dry. What can I do? And these are clients who are still paying attention and using the right products and all that. But you know, seasons change. And it's been exceptionally a cold one for us. And then sometimes we get the sun too. And, you know, I think it was like 80 degrees on Christmas. So our weather can be really crazy in Orange County. So even though it's winter, sometimes it can feel like summer for a couple of days. So it goes back and forth and our skin has to adjust. And sometimes it just can't. So sometimes we have to change our exfoliation schedule. Sometimes throwing in an extra facial is going to help. Sometimes even doing a hydrating mask at night, you know, that's that's going to help your skin. So I want to talk about ways to help the skin on the body look and feel better and also address some specific issues. Okay. So I talk about grapeseed oil a lot on this podcast. You guys know that. I do because I really do love it. It has changed my overly dry, sensitive skin. I don't have as many issues as I used to since I started using it. And I actually get comments all the time about how soft my skin is. And that was an unexpected side effect. I wanted to just hydrate my skin and keep it from aging faster. But of course, it makes sense that it would also make it softer because when your skin is more hydrated, it just feels more supple. So to keep my skin hydrated and soft, I exfoliated about three times a week using a body sponge. Sometimes I'll do a body scrub that like if I find a fun one I want to try or whatever off of Amazon or whatever. But most of the time I use a body sponge, like a Kojak sponge. When I get out of the shower, my skin is still a little damp. I apply grapeseed oil followed by a body cream. 
Now, a body cream is thicker and more beneficial than a lotion. So it's good for the body. I know Cetaphil has a body cream. I'm sure CeraVe has something because that's going to trap that oil into the skin and really be able to push it in there. And then obviously we know exfoliation is good because you want to get that, that dead skin off. So even on nights that you're not exfoliating, you can still use grapeseed all, all over. You know, I tell all my clients, I use it head to toe and it really made a big difference. So all of these steps are going to help dry itchy skin because you're removing the dead skin that causes the itchiness. And I have seen improvements with people who start doing this. My dad growing up, we used to, in our kitchen growing up, we used to have these like wooden columns. I don't really, I mean, it makes it sound like my house, my house is grand and it's not, but I don't know how to explain it except for just to call it a column. And I, I just always have my a memory of my dad going against it and scratching his back like a cat does, you know, like a cat would, you know, scratch his back or something. My dad was always going up and down on that column, scratching his back because he had an itchiness. And I didn't think much of it as a kid because kids are self-centered and we think about ourselves and <laughs> whatever. But I just always have that memory. So when I became an esthetician, I was like, wait a second, dad always scratches his back. So we got to the bottom of it and figured out that it was just his, his skin is so dry. I mean, that's where I get it. You know, thanks, Dad. And once he started, I gave him a back facial. So that helped start the initial process. And then he uses, he actually still uses grapeseed oil and it really did help his skin a lot. And I got to tell you, I can't remember the last time I saw him. We don't have the columns in the kitchen anymore, but there's walls and there's corners of walls that he could use. And he just, every once in a while, see him do it, but nothing like he used to. So it really can make a difference. Okay. Keratosis pilaris, KP, also known as chicken skin. This is a condition most common on the back of the arms, thighs, and butt. It looks like little red dry bumps, and it's actually pretty common. And it happens when the skin does not naturally exfoliate itself. Dead skin blocks the hair follicles, therefore leaving the skin bumpy and red. Thankfully, it's completely harmless, but it can be annoying especially if you know you just don't want people to see that. Now, there's some evidence that maybe gluten could be causing this. So if gluten is an issue for you, then maybe you know it, it might happen more for you. But again, it's, it's, it's not this horrible thing that you got to... But if, if gluten is causing that, then obviously you could be having a gluten allergy. So you know maybe look into that. But I don't know. I feel like gluten is the root of all evil these days. Okay. So this is how you can fix it. Use a leave-on chemical exfoliant like my the retinol scrub that I have because that's going to help dissolve the dead skin cells. I always tell people to use this retinol scrub. It's a 2% exfoliating retinol scrub and it's for the face, but you can definitely use it on the body and it really works well on KP and it will help. You can just like I tell people to use it on their face, you can put it on the back of your arms and leave it there for a few minutes while you're sitting in the shower because the heat from the water will actually help that work better and, and kind of work itself into the skin and, and help get rid of that dead skin. And then when you get out of the shower, just like talking about hydrating your skin, you want to apply grapeseed oil and then, you know, a body cream on top of it because. Exfoliation and hydration are the two ways to really get rid of that. So it's best to do this at night so that the areas are not exposed to sunlight with the chemical exfoliant left on the skin. And it's not that obviously we're not leaving it on the skin, but it just makes your skin more vulnerable. 
So you can do this about twice a week. If you are prone to KP, then I recommend maybe keeping up with this so it doesn't return. So maybe you would have to do this more than twice a week, but really, again, it's not the face. So your skin can take a little bit more exfoliation, but remember there, you can over exfoliate. So just kind of, you know, figure out what works for you. But I would say up to four times a week would be fine if it's a chronic problem. Okay. Back acne. Now, I'm not going to get too deep into how to fix the breakouts because that really is a whole other conversation. But I have found that often just using products for your face will also help the back. A couple of other things to think about if you do experience this issue. Are you showering after a workout? Letting that sweat sit on the skin can definitely cause breakouts. And I see this with teenagers who, you know, play sports and, you know, you know, whatever, or just teenagers who are active, letting that sweat sit even on your chest or on your back is it definitely can lead to breakouts. Now, I've mentioned before, breakouts aren't really an issue for me. But when I used to go to the gym all the time, I don't anymore. But when I used to back in the day, I started getting little pimples like in my cleavage. And I was like, what is going on? And then I realized it's the sweat. Now, the gym that I was going to was maybe five minutes from my house. And I always, I get home, take a shower immediately. Like that's just because I, I just feel dirty. So I got to take a shower. Now, what I started to do was I would take my towel that I would use at the gym and I would stick that in my bra, my um, sports bra, so that my sports, the towel would absorb the sweat instead of it all sitting on my skin. As soon as I started doing that, the breakouts stopped. Like it just stopped. So keep that in mind if you're, you know, going to the gym or if you have teenagers who, you know, this is an issue for them, make sure that they're not letting that sweat sit on their skin for too long because it will definitely cause, I shouldn't say definitely will, it definitely can cause an issue. The second thing to think about is hair conditioner. There is an ingredient called panthenol. That has been, this ingredient has been known to cause acne on the back. Now, what's interesting is you actually can find this ingredient also in skincare, but it's not usually a problem in skincare. It's, this is where formulation can become a factor. So if you have panthenol in your conditioner and you are seeing acne on your back, or maybe on your shoulders or even at your hairline, it could be panthenol. So just look for that. Okay, next issue, ingrown hairs. I love an ingrown hair. Those are, they're just so satisfying to pull them out. A lot of women find that these are a problem that just comes with waxing the bikini area. And it's not necessarily true. Now, if you wax wrong, if you wax in the wrong direction, if you're pulling the hair in different directions, that definitely can happen. So what you want to do is after waxing, you want to wait a few days to do anything since the area will still be sensitive, about five to six days. It just depends. Everybody's skin is different, but usually that's as long as you need to wait. Some people can go a shorter amount of time. During this time, though, you want to keep the area hydrated. Again, I'm going to recommend grapeseed oil. 
using a chemical exfoliant will help dissolve the dead skin cells. The dead skin is what stops the hair from moving, growing properly. So every other day should be enough and keep using that grapeseed oil. Around the two-week mark, depending on your hair growth, you want to include a physical exfoliant like a body sponge or a body scrub. You could even use that retinol scrub that I was talking about, which could be a little bit more expensive, but it is a two-in-one. But be gentle. Don't over exfoliate. Definitely do not exfoliate your bikini area. By the way, this can also be done for your underarms. Some people will get ingrowns on their underarm. And the reason being, especially if you're a waxer, because you have to let that hair grow longer, sometimes you know you keep your arms down, whatever, then you put on deodorant. So you're kind of moving that hair around and that can cause an ingrown because the hair might grow back into the skin or it just might move in the wrong direction and cause an ingrown. So you definitely want to exfoliate the underarms as well. And then obviously keep it hydrated. And that's where grapeseed oil can can come in. So for those of you that shave, here are some tips to make it last a little longer and your legs to feel a little softer. I have been using hair conditioner to shave my legs for years. I mean, like 20 years. Something inexpensive like Pantene. I just get a a cheap hair conditioner and it works. I did get laser hair removal on my legs, but I I didn't do enough sessions. I keep saying I'm going to go back and one day I will. So I still have some leg hair, but I also got it on my bikini and my underarms and highly recommend. I really highly recommend it, especially for underarms because it is absolutely amazing. Definitely the best money I've ever spent. Anyways, before I shave, I always exfoliate my skin using a body sponge. Sometimes I use a scrub, like I said, if I want to like, you know, change it up or whatever, but as long as you're exfoliating, it's fine. So as we know, it's going to remove the dead skin cells. So there is nothing to get in the way of a clean shave. And I know people think of shaving as a form of exfoliation, which obviously we know that it is. But before you even start that shave process, you want to make sure that dead skin is off, okay? So using a hair conditioner makes your skin super soft. And I swear the whole process makes the hair grow back slower. It may not be scientifically true, but it seems like that for me. Another thing that I have tried using is Nair, which I know seems crazy, but I don't use it to remove the hair by itself. I actually use it to shave with and it makes your legs like even softer than hair conditioner. And I am convinced that it makes the hair stay away even longer. I haven't done it in a while though, because quite honestly, that smell is pretty atrocious. But, you know, if you're looking for a real, like you're going on vacation, you want a real nice, smooth shave, that nair is amazing. And by the way, your hands after applying that stuff, your hands will be incredibly soft too. So it's kind of it's kind of cool. Okay, I don't love bar soaps for the skin. The less foamy, the better usually. But bar soap usually can be pretty drying to the skin, so I'm not a big fan of that. Humidifier, which I've talked about the, before for your face, is a great thing for the body. When the air is dry, it will take moisture from wherever it can, and that means your skin the humidifier will help counteract the dryness. Bottom line, exfoliate and hydrate to keep your skin young and itch-free. Avoid heaters, hot showers, and anything else that you might enjoy this winter. Just kidding. Of course, those things aren't great for the skin, but you got to live your life. 
just take care of your body so you can really enjoy those things and not have to worry about what happens after. So let's talk about traveling. I probably should have done this episode a little earlier, you know, before the holidays, but whatever. People are still going on vacations. People are going on ski trips and all that. And then, you know, we have Valentine's Day coming up and whatever. So you guys all might be taking some trips. So I want to give you some tips when you get to your destination and you realize you have maybe forgotten some things. So I'm going to give you some tips to help you survive and not freak out. Don't let this ruin your trip. Stressing about your skin will only make your skin break out. Just make sure that you return to your regular routine as soon as possible. So the first thing, what if you forget your cleanser? The best choice and the safest backup is a cream cleanser, okay? But here's the thing. CeraVe, they have like a, it it has a cleanser that it's not necessarily cream, but it's just for like, I can't remember the name. I don't know if it's like hydrating facial cleanser or whatever. It's usually pretty fine. Not everybody likes a cream cleanser because you can't use it with water. You can use water to remove it, but a cream cleanser actually gets applied to the skin with dry hands, dry face. So that can take getting used to. But listen, a clean face is better than a dirty face. So sometimes you got to make do. Now, if it is not an option for you to go buy a, another cleanser, here's a trick you can use. Get your grapeseed oil. Hopefully you didn't forget that. Massage a small amount on your face and leave on for about 90 seconds. Fill up your sink with some hot water, not too hot, and take a washcloth, like maybe lukewarm, and take a washcloth, the softest one you can find, and apply to the skin for about a minute, and then use the towel to remove it all from your face. This will work with eye makeup too. The oil will basically melt it all away. It's really important that you take your time and get all the oil off your face, especially if you also don't have a toner with you. I hope you have a toner with you. But just do everything you can to really, that's where the washcloth comes in to really get that oil off the skin because we do know oil and water don't mix. So that washcloth is going to come in handy. Okay, grapeseed oil. You know, I always travel this stuff. I mean, this, this oil is my lifeline. I love it. Here's a little tip. Always apply a little bit of grapeseed oil before you get on an airplane. The air up there is so dehydrating, but a little bit of oil applied before your moisturizer will do wonders for your skin. Just make sure you're wearing sunscreen because planes have windows. Another tip with this oil is how you pack it. Now, this can seep out no matter how tight that lid is on. So this is what you want to do. Remove the lid, place a piece of plastic wrap over the top, uh, like saran wrap or whatever, just a small piece over the top, and then put the lid back on. And then place the grapeseed oil in its own Ziploc bag. Now, this took me a few vacations to do this right. Once I used the plastic wrap to cover the top, my oil has never leaked again. And I place it in its own Ziploc bag just as a precaution It could because it does get messy if it spills. So if for some reason, the plastic wrap over the top does not help seal that oil in, which like I said, it, it has for me. But for some reason, it doesn't. That Ziploc bag will then protect the rest of your stuff from not getting oil all over it. So those are my tips for the oil. Okay. 
Skip the face mist. I know these are sold everywhere and promoted as a way to hydrate your skin during the day or while traveling, but guess what? They lied. I know it's hard to believe that people advertising their products would ever be untruthful, but here's the thing. Water attracts water. When you spray it on your face, the water that is in your skin will pull to the surface, dehydrating your skin. This is why grapeseed oil is so great to wear while on a plane. It keeps your skin balanced. Okay, blemish treatment. You know, during the holidays or during stressful times, and listen, vacations can be stressful. If for some reason you don't have a spot treatment with you, vodka can help. Just take a little Q-tip, vodka, and then put it on the blemish, and that can actually help kill the bacteria. And then listen, take a shot and have a good time. If you don't have a moisturizer, grapeseed oil is okay to use, but only if you have sunscreen. Even when it's gloomy, there are still UVA rays that can damage your skin, especially with oil on, okay? Now, here's my last tip, which might seem a little strange for me to talk about, but I just thought this was a good tip because I've used it. When we travel, sometimes our feet hurt, especially if we're doing a a lot of walking while traveling. Peppermint is the answer. You can find it in scrubs and lotions, and it will make your feet feel fantastic. Peppermint is also great for headaches. I've mentioned that before. I use an inexpensive peppermint oil and I put it where the headache is. And most often, I won't have to take medicine. It's a really cool trick, but it will help sore feet. It will help sore hands. You know, it just, it feels really good. I wouldn't necessarily take a bath in it if your whole body is sore because I can't imagine that peppermint oil would be good for our lady parts. (laughs) So I would... Not do that, but soaking your feet, it'll feel so good. And even if like, even if you're giving yourself your own like foot massage, using like a peppermint lotion or something, oh my gosh, it feels so good, but definitely great for headaches. I am prone to headaches. I'm prone to migraines and it won't stop a migraine, but if it's, it sometimes will stop, often will stop a headache and neck pain. Anytime I have neck pain, I always put it on. So I keep it in my purse. I keep it at work. I mean, I have it everywhere. It's pretty amazing. I love it. And when I did massage with facials, I don't do massages with my facials anymore because of my rheumatoid arthritis. It was causing too much stress on my hands. But when I did, I added a little peppermint oil to my grapeseed oil for the massage and clients loved that. They just said it felt so good. So There's a little tip if you are an esthetician listening, that is something that you can add to the oil and it makes it feel really good. And it kind of just, it's supposed to like help relieve stress and it helps to relieve pain. So highly recommend. All right, you guys, that's it. Those are some, you know, things to help you with your body, things to help you when you travel. And that's it for today. Again, I hope you guys had a fantastic holiday season and that 2023 is off to a great start. I will talk to you guys soon. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to follow me on social media at PureSkinOC. I post lots of skincare tips and videos. You can find me at TikTok, 
Facebook, and Instagram. And of course, you can always visit my website and my online store. If you're local and interested in receiving one of my treatments, all of my services are on there and you can even book from there too. You can also find my skincare coaching if you want to have a virtual consultation with me so that I can help you with your skin. And lastly, but so important, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Besides sharing it with your friends and family, this is the best way to help it grow. Thanks so much, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Until next time.